welcome back to Get Fitty With It. I am your co-host, Holly Stark. And I'm your co-host, Mary Sorensen. And today we have a very, very exciting episode with the beautiful Haley Polk, a.k.a. Haley Jordan Fitness. Or Haley I... Jordan Fit. <laughs> Always yeah. say that wrong. Yeah. Um, I didn't even catch it at first. But this, you guys are in for a treat. This is, I I don't even have It's just so good. She is honestly like just the sweetest little soul I've ever met. And Mm -hmm. she's so kind. And you guys will hear it in the episode. We actually recorded it originally a couple weeks ago. We stopped the recording. Like nothing happened. I had like 20 minutes of the interview. And I had let her know because obviously we were very upset about that. And she was so kind to be like, yeah, that's fine. We'll just reschedule ASAP. No worries at all. Like like mo- some people Sweetest would human. not do that. They would be like, well, yeah. sorry, I'm, I'm pretty booked. Like I have a life, you know, other things. Mm-hmm. And so shout out to Haley for just being an amazing human being and, you know, just showing up and, and doing work here. <laughs> yeah. I'm really excited for you guys to hear this. So let's get into it. I'll see you on the other side. Welcome back to Get Fitty With It. I am your co-host, Holly Stark. And I'm your co-host, Mary Sorensen. And we are joined by the beautiful Haley poke aka Haley Jordan fitness what Haley Jordan fit <laughs> I'm too excited this time so for anyone listening just so you know we actually recorded this episode two weeks ago and then my zoom decided we don't need that out in the universe so it deleted most of the interview so we're back again that's okay because I love talking to Haley the first time so why not have the conversation all over again so to start with Haley can you tell us a little bit about who you are what you're doing on, you know, social media, just, just give us your life, you know, just like last time. <laughs> um, also, sorry, if you can hear my cat, he's in the other room throwing a cat. Totally fine. <laughs> great. Um, okay. So I'm originally from Texas. I would always been kind of like into sports. Like I started playing soccer when I was four, did pretty much everything. So I've always been into like some form of fitness. Um, and then when I turned 12, so I go to Lifetime Fitness. When I turned 12, that's when you're allowed in the weight room. Mm-hmm. So the day after my 12th birthday, my dad took me into the weight room and I started powerlifting for a few years with that. Um, but I felt like I was kind of like not doing it on my own terms. I felt like I was kind of like my dad was like forcing me into the gym when I didn't want to. We had a lot of fights about it actually. <laughs> and yeah, so I did that for about... I want to say like four-ish years because like realistically I was supposed to be doing it the whole time but then like I started going by myself because like my dad couldn't go and then I would just like not work out so realistically I did it for (laughs) four years um and then my dad got sick and passed away and so from then I just was like there's no point to work out because I stopped playing sports because I graduated high school and I wasn't doing it in college I was like I'm just done I don't care anymore um and I feel like that lasted about I want to say like two-ish years because I mean like I got back into it like after two years but um two years is when I started like kind of caring again mm-hmm. um I just like miss you know the endorphins and just the feeling of being yeah active. Mm-hmm. yeah um and I had missed it the whole time but I didn't really realize what I was missing like sure. I something was wrong or something was off um and so pretty much I in that two years, gained 60 pounds, so depressed, couldn't do anything. College was like awful. Um, 
I did not have a normal college experience. I didn't have a normal high school experience either, but like college was just like not for me in that sense. So it was just kind of like going through the motions, couldn't get out of bed, all this like awful, just life hitting me <laughs> decades before it really should have started hitting me. Yeah. Kind of. Um, and so I discovered Whitney Simmons on YouTube. And from then I was like, yeah, I missed this. I want to do this again. Um, I just want something that like feels like a purpose. Yeah. And so I started going to the gym again. And from that, it didn't really stick. Like I would go like, <laughs> every two weeks, like one time, do one of her workouts or like, I just knew like, at least the thought had like sparked back into my head. Mm-hmm. Um, and then about like, I want to say a year, year-ish later, um, I started uh, scrolling on YouTube like we always did. And uh, I came across <laughs> Miss Remy Ashton um, on YouTube. And she was talking about like, this is how I lost weight. Like I lost 10 pounds. Like, you know, mm-hmm. when the peak of her weight loss, she was making like a video every week about this is the amount that I've lost. This is what I do. So I watched yeah. all of those. And she was talking a lot about like soul cycle. And so I was like, you know what? There's a spin studio that everyone at my college went to. I'll go. Um, I fell in love with it kind of. And in the sense of like, I was still eating like garbage. I wasn't doing anything. Mm-hmm. Um, but I fell in love with like sweating again and just yeah. like something. And that really did like spark my like drive in back into the fitness world. Um, it's really windy here. So like everything. <laughs> it's okay. Um, so essentially from that, I kind of knew that I wanted to try again. And with that, I still wasn't eating right. I was still in like the very low, low of like how I viewed myself. Like, I mean, like I wouldn't necessarily say I'm at a high, but looking back at my like journey, I don't really like that word, but looking back at everything, I'm at the mm-hmm. highest been. Yeah. So at the time when I was at my absolute lowest, when it came to how I viewed myself, I was still, I was spinning like five days a week and like those spin classes, I don't know if any of y'all ever done them. They're tough. Yeah. Yeah. Like I would bring in my watch and I would like burn 600 calories in 45 minutes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, if I'm doing that and I'm still not losing weight, like what was going on? I couldn't figure it out. I hated everything about myself. Um, And so I did that for about a year and a half. And then from that, it's so loud here I'm so sorry you're fine it's really not coming through that bad don't worry I feel like I like right next to my ear and I'm just like I swear um so back to the story um I had pretty much like knew I needed to like get back into lifting like consistently it was Mm -hmm. kind of like I was avoiding doing it mainly because I was just like I like spinning and I knew realistically, and it, that's what happened. If I was spinning five days a week and lifting five days a week, something was going to have to stop. And I knew I was going to give up spin, but I really liked it. Mm-hmm. Um, which thank God I like lifting more now. Um, <laughs> but, so I went and I lived in Europe for that summer. And then when I came back, like the entire time I was there, I was just like, I want to go home. I want to like get on a like nutrition plan. I want to... Uh, get a split and be in the gym however many days like the entire time I was there and it was kind of like looking back it sucks because I just like hated being in Europe and it was just because of the place that I was at in my life at that point like I would love mm-hmm. to go back and like, yeah. actually get to experience it and enjoy it more than I did 
Um, but so I came back and got back into lifting. The second I came back, I started a split, started a calorie deficit and I did not do it in a fun way. Like I'm in a deficit now and I'm trying to do it a little bit more enjoyably, but back then I did it like I will eat the exact same thing for breakfast, lunch, and dinner for three mm-hmm. months. And that's what I oh. did. And like, yeah, it was kind of like, <laughs> it gets fun. old fast. Yeah. But like it worked. So like, that's yeah, where I was, at. I was like, whatever it works. Once I get through like the hump of the weight loss, then I can make it a little bit more enjoyable, which yeah. I wouldn't necessarily recommend to anyone starting out wanting to lose weight. Cause like, I think from everything I've gone through mentally, like I was able to handle how challenging that deficit was. I don't know if everybody could, mm-hmm. so I was like definitely find a way to make it more enjoyable than I did. <laughs> I had two chicken breasts every day. Like that was all I ate. Like it was, oh just, my gosh. it was a lot. And honestly, like thinking about it, like my deficit was really like, it was a drastic deficit. I should not have done that big of a jump, mm-hmm. but it got me back into everything. Like I'm not ungrateful, but I'm like, should have done it differently a little bit, you sure. know? Um, and so did that for a few months. Um, and then kind of just like, I don't know, like once you get into it, you know, you just kind of fall in love again. Mm-hmm. And I figured out like, that was the piece of my life that was like really missing. I mean, there's a lot of pieces of my life that <laughs> I could control. Yeah. Um, a breakthrough in therapy last week. That was just like, why do I go to the gym so much? Why am I going five days a week? Why do I freak out if I miss a session? And she's like, well, you're a control freak and you can't control life, but you can control you going to the gym. I was like, oh. so, so much please. sense. Like mind like, blown. <laughs> like what? <laughs> it made so much sense. But yeah, so moved to um, Colorado. When was it? Like a year ago, a little over a year ago. Um, like we said this last time with the pandemic, like I still don't know what time, like the time <laughs> thing is, but I've been living in Colorado for a year, like a year and a half back into when I got back from Europe and started trying again. Um, Cause it's hard. Um, I feel like I've said this so many times, but it's like, I started out not as a beginner, but as a beginner, because like I did lift mm-hmm. and I knew what I was doing throughout high school and middle school. But like when I started back <laughs> I did not really know what I was doing, but I did. And it was like a really awkward position. Cause I'm like, I'm, I know what to do in the weight room, but I don't, and I'm so uncomfortable. I don't like the way people are looking at me and no one's looking at you. Like, no, <laughs> always in your like, head. Really. I know. Cause I'm sure there's people that come to the, and I'm not looking at anybody. I do look at some guys that don't, some of the things I've seen in my gym, I'm just like, <laughs> earth is going on. And like, I don't, like a long time but it like I noticed it but like no yeah. one's like this person shouldn't be in a gym right now like things like that which yeah. is like insecurities that your mind your anxiety brain tells you mm-hmm. um but at the time when I was going through it I didn't think that I was like right people are judging me oh my god and I mean like I was wearing you know a sports bra and leggings from at like my highest weight mainly because I didn't want to let society tell me I couldn't mm-hmm. I love that and like, yeah, it's hard. And I still kind of like, it's like a thing I tell myself, like there are days where I'm like not having a super great body day. Maybe my tan is a little splotchy and I look a little pale and I'm like, I just want to cover up. And I'm like, no, like I don't let myself not wear mm-hmm. sports leggings. Cause I'm like, realistically, I prefer it. Cause I don't like the extra fabric when I work out. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, if I'm covering up, it's solely because I don't feel like I look thin enough that day. And that's not going to work for me. So, I mean, those workouts necessarily aren't 
great, but I get through them. And I feel like that's kind of where I'm like making the most mental change is like, I'm not letting what this insane, awful society we live in tell me what I can and can't wear into the gym. Mm-hmm. Um, and so like, but when you do that, when you start and at your like largest weight and when you're kind of new and honestly looking back, I was looking back at these form videos I used to have horrible. <laughs> I, um, and I was at the sports world, like, and people are probably just like, what is this girl doing? They might not have been, but I think that's where I was just kind of overthinking everything. Yeah. Um, and at least like, I lost 60 pounds and I'm more comfortable in a gym. And like, if that's, if that's what I did, I'm fine with that being it. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Definitely. So there's two things that you said that sparked something for me. One, the sports bra and the leggings. Like I've, I've seen you for the whole time. I follow you go to the gym like that. And I've always admired that because I've been a person where I'm like, Oh, Oh, Oh no, honey, you need to put a shirt on. And like, why, why? And so honestly it's taken up until this year or last year technically I don't know what year it is anymore um (laughs) 2020 continues (laughs) Uh, yeah pretty much um but like working out at home like it's the first time I've ever worked out just in a sports around leggings and I'm just at home with my fiance and I still get like oh he's gonna look in the bedroom and be like oh no he's not like what the hell is wrong with you but so I, I I just admire that you've always done that and like hearing you talk about it I just I think that's such a good example for other women who are in that position. So thank you for fucking telling society to fuck off. <laughs> I'm the personality. Sorry for my cursing. I'm the personality and the human that tells a lot of people to fuck off. <laughs> um, but no, I think like, it's funny because I get those comments and those messages all the time, like because of your post or because of you, like I wore sports broad leggings today and it's, I've always been this person that like, when I get those, I'm kind of like, why me? Like, I, I don't understand why me doing it make, like, I'm happy. But then I think about it and I'm just like, the way I truly don't give a fuck what society thinks of me. Mm-hmm. I mean, deep down, yes, I do. But like, realistically, I don't live my life like that. Yeah. But, like, pretty much all we see is super fit people. All we see is super skinny. And like, now people want to be like, strong as the new skinny, but like, realistically if you're saying it like that you're wanting someone to be tiny with muscle mm-hmm. strong doesn't always mean tiny like you can have some fat on you and still be able to deadlift 500 pounds yeah like it's I feel like you can't win if you are genetically built a certain way with the waist mm-hmm. right now yeah and it breaks my heart and I'm kind of just like I I don't claim that you know like <laughs> that's not how life's gonna work um yeah. but I love like because while I don't always understand how like me doing it equates to somebody else feeling comfortable, I'm so happy that I could make them gain a little bit of confidence in themselves to do it. Yeah. And it doesn't necessarily mean that like every single person that sees me do it needs to never wear a shirt to the gym. Like it, some people like wearing shirts. Yeah. Yeah. Love that. Some people like wearing like crop tops, like tight crop tops. I personally my biggest asset is my boobs. So like, I like to show it off, like, <laughs> to be honest with you. Um, and I think like the entire point of like, why I love getting those messages now that I thought about it is like, you don't have to do something just because someone else tells you you can't. Like truly, if you want to do that, 
why why not like I don't live for somebody else yeah this might be why I'm single is because I'm literally do not care <laughs> what other people think like at all <laughs> but like, actually no deep down I really care what people think of me which is not like a great thing but we're working on it so <laughs> I I think that's always something I will wear and I mean I've noticed like the last two-ish weeks I have worn like a sweatshirt at the gym and I thought about it because I was like no I have to take it off because I have to prove this point point." and then I was like I'm not taking it off because I have I don't feel good it's just because I'm cold yeah and I was like no I'll wear it but it's like I won't do it because someone else tells me I should right know? right yeah. no for no. sure and like to kind of go back to your point of like why me I think it's also just because it's so rare for someone to do it at the beginning of their journey whereas most people they'll wear clothes and wear shirts and cover up until they're at their goal weights and then they're in the crop tops and the sports bras and things like that I think that it's just so unique of you to be doing that you know at the beginning of your journey which congratulations on popping off on TikTok with your journey like literally like you were exploding like I was thinking on people where I was like I didn't even know you knew who Haley was and it's not their story so it was like awesome but I think because you did it at the beginning of your journey too and just continued that trend I think that that's one of the biggest differences from other people like other people wait until they're you know at that goal weight yeah or done yeah exactly yeah I think like with two points with that for one I love because I look back at that video and I'm just like I've been wearing gym sharks since day one and I love right yeah but I think with that it's you know I get those comments and like some days they really do bother me because it's like someone being like I'm proud someone I don't know being I'm proud of you for wearing a sports broad leggings and I think it truly is the way our society is built that some days that I'm like are you saying I shouldn't be right and it's just there are some things that people mean to be so well. And I think there's this girl on Instagram that I really love. Um, she lives out in Denver. Her name's Nicole Axelson. And she's talked about it because um, she's like gone through like an eating disorder recovery and like a little bit of weight gain. And like, she's talked about like, these are the comments that like people say that they're trying to be so nice, but like it gets taken so wrong sometimes. Yeah. And so that's something like I've definitely been noticing lately. Um, I try to like tell myself like if I do get offended I'm like calm down there they did have a good intention yeah Uh, but it's like hard you know I think like when you put yourself out there and people are just commenting on your body like social an Instagram social media following unless you're doing like more of the nutrition side you get a following based off of like how you look because that's the thing that comes across Mm -hmm. yeah Um, like you can be the most qualified showing the most amazing workouts all this stuff but the first thing people see is your appearance. Mm-hmm. And it definitely does make you kind of like hyper-focus on every ounce of yourself and every ounce of people you come across. Like my best friend, Peyton, that lives out in Denver, like she can be sometimes self-conscious. And I'm over here, like I hyper-focus on like, I would give anything to look like this. I, w- I want to look like this and all this yeah. stuff. But it truly is just, I think the industry makes, if you're in it, like it really does make you super hyper aware of Mm -hmm. every like if I turn this way this is where I don't look the best and Mm -hmm. it's like my friends will take photos of me like for content and they'll just be like you know your angles I'm like it's because I have to you know like because of the way that my mind works if I catch like if I flip it and I'm like you know my 
my left side's my good side for photos. And it always sucks because one of, always one of my friends, that's their good side. And I'll be nice. I'm like, okay, I'll take it on the right. But then I start to spiral because I'm like, yeah, do I actually look like that? Like, is that what I really, and it's just like different angles. Um, mm-hmm. But it's, it sucks. Like that, I feel like that is a huge downside to everything in the industry is just, I feel like comparison, like you really just mm-hmm. compare yourself to every single person without even realizing that you're doing it. Mm-hmm. For sure. Definitely. And going back to something that you said, like in the, with the original question. So you said when you were taking spin, you're doing it five times a week, you weren't losing weight because you hated everything about yourself. I think that's so important because that's how I started my journey too. I was working out a ton, but I hated myself. Like I hated how I looked. I hated how I carried weight, everything like that. So of of course, something's going to change because one, I wasn't doing anything about nutrition, but two, I wasn't doing anything about my mental health. And so I love that you pointed that out. And I just, I don't, you might not even have anything to comment on it, but I just wanted to like recall it out because so many people start their fitness or nutrition journey, whatever in that position. They're like, well, why is nothing working? Well, because you, you really hate yourself. It's hard. I think at that stage, because realistically, like, I think now it's more prevalent because I notice it a lot on like the explore page on Instagram of like, you do this for you. You, you do it because you want to do it. You don't do it because of how you look and all this stuff. And I'm like, realistically, like 90% of the people start a weight loss journey because they want to change the way they look. There's yeah. nothing wrong with that at all. No, no. Um, but it does come to a point that you have to want to do it for more than just that. Yes. Um, yeah. like you not necessarily saying like, how it was where I was spending five days a week and didn't see any change. I mean, I was also still eating like water burger for every meal. Um, <laughs> if you're from the South, you know, um, <laughs> so essentially like I didn't see any change at that stage, but I think it's with some people, like if you are doing it just for a weight loss, like you will see a change. Like realistically, it's not always like, I don't see any change because I only want to lose weight, but you do hit that plateau and it stops you from continuing because mm-hmm. like, only doing it for that one reason there has to be some uh, at least in my experience there has to be some other drive that keeps you going yeah because it's funny because um I've been like living by this quote lately that I just think fits into this really well right now um the KK Fit Twins posted about it I want to say like last month uh, as like a caption and it was saying like I'm gonna butcher it because I'm trying to recall it but it's, like, <laughs> um like your end goal determination needs to outweigh your current daily motivation and I think like that's kind of what I'm trying to do because it's like I'm in a death I'm struggling in a deficit like deficits are not easy I think Mm -hmm. nowadays it's I feel like people are always wanting to compare like weight gain is the hardest weight loss is the hardest I mean I think Mm -hmm. a person oh for sure yeah but I started out like some muscle from powerlifting, but it had been like four years since I had So I lost a lot of that muscle and I had all this fat and I'm having to lose, cause you can't really lose fat and gain muscle at the same time. Like mm-hmm. you have to take a minute cause like a recomp is really hard to do. Yeah. yeah. But so I had to lose all this fat, which I'm still not completely done with it. And also then once I hit that, start gaining muscle, which takes twice as long. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's just like, I feel like it has made me want to quit so many times but then I keep like having that quote that I read last month just pop into my head like yeah you can totally start like overthinking things you can want to stop you can do all this stuff like whatever just be content 
and complacent and the current state of your mind and your body but like my end goal desire keeps me going and like the thing is my end goal is going to change like what I want goal to be I mean Whitney Simmons's body but like that's not (laughs) but like that's when I started that's was like right um and your end goal just like changes because like when you reach what you thought your end goal was you change it and you want a new goal and Mm -hmm. at some point maybe like I'll I'm never gonna want to compete I don't know why I was going with that but it's like (laughs) essentially some people don't necessarily want to compete and then eventually they're like now now I want to yeah Mm -hmm. shall not beat me (laughs) like (laughs) but I think that's kind of where I've been at least trying to keep my mind right now I love that I think that that's so important too because Mary and I were even just talking about like this week was really mentally tough for both of us. Mm-hmm. And it's so easy just to be like, whatever, I give up. I'm done. I'm just going to eat what I want. I'm not going to work out. But that's never going to get me to feeling good. It's never going to help my mental health. Like you got to think about that where you want to go, even if it's not like a goal weight or something like that. Like even if it's just working out to improve your mental health, like you have to keep that in mind. And like at, by the end of the week, like I was like, yeah, I'm gonna do better next week because I could also feel by not moving as much this week and not Mm -hmm. eating as well this week, how it felt in my body. And I didn't like it. Like it doesn't feel good. And so I I really like that. So thank you for pointing that out. Yeah. I think like, that's why it's so important to have some sort of a support system. Like it doesn't need to be this huge group. It can just Mm -hmm. be a person, you know? Yeah. I was driving home from physical therapy. Oh my god, it was awful because we started neck PT. <laughs> awful. Yeah. Um, and I called uh, my friend Peyton as I was driving. Um, Speaker phone. I'm gonna freak out. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I want to go to Chick Fil A. Tell me not to go to Chick Fil A. And she's like, "Don't you have stuff in the crock pot right now?" I'm like, "Yeah, but I want Chick Fil A." And she's like, "No." Just eat it next week if you still want it. And like, it's something that it's like, would I could tell myself, like, I could go get Chick-fil-A right now. And like, when you're doing it internally, but having like that external, it, it can only be one person maybe. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. What you know you need to hear. Just hearing it from another person, you're like, you're right. Like, really? Yeah. Right. yeah. Um, so I think that that's like truly how I've been doing it lately because when I started, I didn't have a support system. I didn't have people that were like that, that I could just pick up and call the phone and be like, I don't know what to do. Like, I, I just want to go get whatever. Yeah. And now that I do, I've noticed like the nutrition side of it is way easier mm-hmm. than it used to be because at least I have somebody there helping me. Yeah. Or just listening and like yeah. checking yeah. in with you Yep. or you're checking in with them too. Like, I feel like that makes such, me and Mary use each other for like that too. Like yeah. it just helps you. I don't know make those smarter decisions maybe healthier decisions but or like knowing that someone knows your goals and is going to keep you accountable yeah like I mean that's why I started posting on Instagram in the first place and it still really is like I think because I never set out like I don't care if I get followers I don't care anything like that this is an accountability account like you can scroll back and see how tragic my accountability was like it was <laughs> like I hate myself in long caps like it I've left them up too because I think realistically if I were to change that then I've changed why I started the account in the first place yeah at that stage in my life you know 2018 20 whenever it was that's what I felt at that time and I think like this is like kind of a journal for me on social media and Mm -hmm. I think like that's 
why I still keep it the way it is. Like when I post, I'm doing a cardio challenge next month. I did not succeed in it last <laughs> month. So we're going to do it again in March. Um, but that's why I post it every day because realistically, like nobody cares if I'm posting a boomerang of me on the treadmill. Like no one gives a shit, but I know. Yeah. yeah post like I've had people like in January when I kind of stopped posting being like hey are you still doing it like it's just having that someone is checking in on you that mm-hmm, account yeah. the entire reason I post on social media like that's solely it <laughs> I love that yeah and we we talked about this and I you just touched upon it previously we talked about it in one of our other episodes where we were talking to guys about this and one of the guys we were interviewing he said you know, my sole reason for starting was to look better. So girls liked me and it's like a very shallow reason to start, but even hating yourself, that's a terrible reason to start. But like you said, 90% of the people start that way, but you have to pivot and you have to keep changing like what it is and your goal, like you said, will continue to change and the reasons for you doing it are going to change too. So I just love that you touched upon that. Like it sucks that 90% of people do start because they hate something about themselves, but at least they're starting and they do get to a point, hopefully usually. everybody, usually yeah. they get to a point where it's not about hating yourself. It's about caring about your body. Yeah. yeah. And I think that's what, when you stick with your nutrition, that's what stays in the back of your mind. Like there's days where I'm just like, I don't care. I want to eat, you know, Chick-fil-A, McDonald's, whatever it is all day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For a week. And I have my, like, there's times where I'm just like, I'm going to have a cheat week. I don't recommend, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it tastes good, but like, you feel so gross. Oh, like, yeah. When you're eating clean, you truly care about yourself and your mm-hmm. body. I feel so good and healthy. I don't know what else to describe it except I feel healthy. Yeah. I'm yeah. Not a healthy person, realistic. I'm working on them, but <laughs> I think that's kind of where I'm like, eventually it does shift into caring about yourself because yeah. you care about how your body feels. You care about how energized you feel mm-hmm. you care about, you know, like drinking water. I say drinking water. I'm not sticking with that. We're working on <laughs> I have this entire podcast. is like a long list of me being like, we're working on it. That's okay. That's I feel like, like that's, we're like- all here to work on things. That's what it is. And like, I think that you even just saying that like your end goal is always going to change. Like it's going to continuously, like, I think that there's goals that you're going to realize you need to be better at. And that's a continuous process. Like we were doing a challenge and we also dropped out of it. Um, But it was like 10,000 steps a day. And that was just like, not benefiting us at all. Like, because we're in Chicago, it's freezing cold, like negative degrees today, wind chill, like terrible. Like I'm, I'm walking in place. Like, how is that benefiting me? And now I'm just like not getting things done around my house or like, did, like not paying attention to my dogs or my fiance and things like that. And so we ended up giving up on that portion of it <laughs> and being like, okay, we're going to figure it out. We're going to work on something else, you know? Yeah. So I think it's just like pivoting. One of my friends is doing 75 hard. She just started like three, two weeks ago, two and a half weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's two weeks ago. But she started, uh, she lives in Texas. And I'm just like, part of 75 Heart is doing a 45-minute outdoor workout. I yeah. live in Colorado. Like, when she said she was doing it, I was like, there's ice on the road right now. Like, yeah. Outside yeah. doing something. Like, I think that that is, like, a huge consideration into why, like, mm-hmm. like what you do. Because, like, yeah, 10K steps a day, like, that sounds wonderful until you factor in life and, like, Chicago, like, the whole I... place on Earth last year. Yeah. 
like realistically like that wouldn't work but summer in Chicago the greatest yeah oh for sure like I'll get 10k steps every every time you know yeah summer in Chicago again (laughs) well hopefully COVID will be released released what better by summer you can come here in Chicago we'll all hang out it'll just be a great time yeah so everyone's like what's the first place you're gonna go when COVID's over I'm like Chicago it's like like you don't understand like I just need like that reset like I just need like a weekend Mm -hmm. in the city yeah I love that I love that too um so I know you mentioned Whitney and kind of how she started your journey so we talked about this last time and I just I think this is just so cool so can you tell us about being part of Whitney's first Gymshark collection and like that campaign and things like that can you share more on that with our listeners because we talk about Gymshark all the time stop I love talking about Gymshark. One of the guys I work with was like, we were talking about Harry Potter. And I was like, I, I didn't get into Harry Potter. I can't blame my mother. And he's like, he really doesn't nerd out. And I was like, have you heard me speak about Gymshark? Of course. <laughs> um, but yeah, no. So I've always like, I think Whitney, it's hard because it's like realistically, like my fitness journey started at different times in my life. Sure. But the recent one that I considered like the real fitness journey um, was kickstarted by her. I was at a very, very low place in my life where looking back, I don't know if I would have survived it. Um, I kind of didn't want to live, but I wasn't planning on doing anything about it. I just like, whatever happens, happens going through the motions. It was really awful. Um, And then discovering her, like at that point, it made me like, okay, I'm gonna go to the gym and do one of her workouts. And like I said earlier, it was like every two weeks, maybe like whatever. But like, she was the first person since I lost my dad that made me like, actually want to find a way to live again. Um, So I've told her like, she has genuinely saved my life because I don't know if I would be alive if I didn't come across her YouTube page because I was going down like a really, really toxic dark hole. Um, And so she had always been like, Everyone's like, who's your favorite influencer? Like, it is always in Whitney. Whitney's always in the top of my list. Um, absolutely love everything about her. Her heart is incredible. And from that, I was just like, one of these days, like, I'm going to meet her. Like, I don't care what happens. I'm meeting her and I'm thanking her. Um, and so in the October, I think it was, October of 2018. Yeah, I think that was, yeah, I was at Times, man. Uh, I literally cannot tell you like okay um I uh flew to Toronto during my fall break the fact that it happened to be during a fall break from school I was like this is just perfect fate I went to to the Gymshark pop-up um they didn't really do it correctly in the sense that I waited outside for nine hours didn't get in um I was very upset and very mad because I had flown to another country just to thank Whitney Simmons and yes was that a little much? A hundred percent. It's fine. Like, <laughs> it's fine. But I was there for one day and I didn't get to, and I had like tweeted, I was like flew from Texas to Canada just to like go to the Gymshark pop-up and meet Whitney and like, didn't get like, so sad, whatever. Um, and then the chief brand officer for Gymshark replied, cause I guess he was looking like through like what people were saying about the pop-up on Twitter. And he was just like, Hey, like, can you DM me? Like, I'm so sorry. And so we talked and he's like, well, like at the end of it, summary <laughs> was if you're ever able to make it to another Gymshark pop-up, like it's going to be a great experience for you, I promise. And I was like, okay, cool. I was like, 
I don't know when that's going to be. Don't know anything like that, but like, sure. That's yeah. state of the back of my mind. And, um, the next summer, so like a year, like nine months later, I was living in Europe and they had a pop-up in Manchester. And I was like, you know what? Free weekend from study abroad. Like, sure. I'm going. There's no ifs, ands, buts. I'm going. Yeah. Um, messaged him, told him I was coming. He's like, okay, cool. Like, text me when you're out front that day. So I texted him, brought me in, like, introduced me to, like, Steve Cook, Hannah, all, the, like, Ben. It was, gave me a tour of the whole venue. It was so cool. And he's like, hey, like, let's put you in, like, this VIP section. Like, you can watch from here, do whatever, like, whatever. And I love that because I became, like, really good friends with uh, some of the employees that were, like, working in the VIP section. And mm-hmm. I, like, work with them. And it's just, like, oh, we, like, think back. We're, like, remember that time? Like, it was just so much fun. Um, <laughs> but That's so, so cool. Like, Vinny had, like, ugh, I don't know how I remember the exact details. She had a po- uh, her meet and greet started at 2. And I asked them. I was, like, hey, like, it was, like, 1230. I was, like, hey, like, should I, like, go get in line? Like, I just want to make sure I can, like, meet her, you know? Like, that's why right. I'm here. And they're, like, uh, I think she might come up here. Like, maybe. I don't know. Like, just stay here. And then at like 155, like, okay, so Whitney's gonna, or like, no, it was like 145 because we had a little bit before. They're like, Whitney's gonna come up. And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> like actually happening. And I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> um, and so they're like, okay, we're gonna put you like front, like she'll meet you first. And I was like, oh, okay. And like, I was fine. And then they walked away to go get her. And then I started having a panic attack. I'm like, oh my God, my heart was racing. I don't know, what, to, what, do, what do I say to her? I've been preparing this for nine months, but what do I say? <laughs> like, I didn't know. And then she walked up looking beautiful, like Whitney. And I just started crying and I hugged her. And I'm like, I'm so sorry, I'm crying. She's like, no, like you can cry. And I know oh what my I'm gosh. like, this girl needs to chill. <laughs> <laughs> And I'm just like sobbing and I'm just like, thank you. So, so I briefly told her, you know, like my dad passed away. Like I like didn't want to live anymore. I discovered you, you saved my life. Like the spiel. Yeah. And she started crying and we just hugged That's each other. It was just like, I don't know how to describe it except when like, it's one of those moments, like always remember. It was just like, we like kind of just connected at that moment. And mm-hmm. it was just like the absolute best experience of my life. Um, I left that pop-up crying because I didn't want it to be over and I hadn't had very many like happy memories like that in years and I was just like this comp it's a family and that's when I I was like I'm gonna work for this company like at that pop-up I was like cool one of these days I will be hired by Gymshark and so um two weeks later I got a DM from Gymshark and they were like hey like we're gonna we want to fly you out to LA like for product testing um in like three weeks, of course, of course. I was like, yeah, cool. I'm like, I'm in. There, like, sure, I'll clear anything in my schedule. Absolutely. <laughs> um, and so flew out, and it turns out it was Jim Chart x Whitney Simmons um, for the first collection because since then there has been a second. Um, but so it was the very first collab, and it was incredible. And they surprised us, and I cried. And I remember hugging her, and I was just like, nice to see you again and I didn't oh like I just like blacked out like that entire day just feels like a dream and it feels like it was a lifetime ago um but so they flew us back out in the next month for um the pop-up shop and it was just I don't know like for the first time in my life I felt wanted and a part of that community so yeah. from then like 
it's just been a whirlwind. Like now, what was that? That was October of 2019, something like that. Got hired. Sounds, sounds about right. Yeah. Got hired by Gymshark in April of 2020. And it's just been like an insane <laughs> adventure. And I just, I feel forever grateful to Whitney and to Gymshark because both of them contributed to every single part of my journey. Um, that, like Gymshark, ever, it pisses me off because people are like, it's just closed. It's not. Um, it's a community. And some people don't have a community that yeah. shares roots for them. Um, and Gymshark gave me that when I was at, like, didn't have anybody. Um, mm-hmm. I did this is like my third 66. Uh, I'm doing it like internally with a company instead of like posting it, but I'm still doing 66. And I think back, I'm like, I remember like my first 66 in 2018. I, or yeah, 2019. Sorry. Time. <laughs> <laughs> Calendars. Um, no, so 2019. Um, that was when I like made my fitness Instagram public. Um, because like for the like rules of entering, like you gotta have a public account. Mm-hmm. And that's when I made it public. And it's just like, I don't know. I feel like everything in my life right now feels like a very full circle moment. And it, it just feels right. Like, I don't know how to describe it, except it just feels like everything is happening the way it's supposed to happen. That's amazing. I want to touch upon like what you said with when people are like, Gymshark's just like a clothing brand. Like it's just a brand. Like it's not anything bigger. And it's like, Holly and I literally met because Gymshark was having a sale. Like we worked at the same company, but we became friends because she was like, oh, well, like it was, I think it was the first Nikki Blackheader um, ex uh, Gymshark. I was going to say ex Whitney. <laughs> Nikki ex Whitney, ex um, But yeah, so, and she was like, I was waiting because it was like, all that stuff sells out so quickly. So like I was sitting there like waiting, watching my phone, like ready to hop onto the computer. And Holly was like talking to our other coworker and she was like, oh, I have to like, can you like cover my station? Because I have to be on my phone. Like I have to get all this stuff from Gymshark. And I was like, wait, what sale are you shopping? And she's like the Gymshark sale. And I was like, oh my God, me too. Like we are both in on this. And it's like, that's what like brought us together. And it's like, yes, it's just a brand, but it's not like it brought so many people into my life and like just everything that they do. And they're like, they're giving away like a whole like equip, like home gym right now. I'm like, that's huge for someone. Like, hopefully I win, but like, <laughs> <laughs> but like, yeah. that's so cool. And it's something that like, they definitely don't need to do as just a clothing brand, quote unquote. Like they don't have to do anything like that. They don't have to do these challenges. Like they're going to be popular regardless, but they do that to have the community and like to have that. So I think it's, I also like roll my eyes when people say that kind of stuff. I'm like, no, it's more than that. Cause I think people don't realize unless you're like in it, but it's yeah. like, I've noticed, and maybe y'all have too, it's just like the stereotypical making fun of girls at the gym is gym Mm -hmm. girls. And it's just like, I mean, you hate on the successful companies, like whatever, like that's just been life. Hate on successful companies, people, like whatever. Yeah. Just like, I wish that those people could finally understand why it is the way it is. Because yes, it's an incredible clothing. I mm-hmm. personally think it's the most clothing, but yeah. like that's debatable. To, depends who you ask. Yeah, but as a whole, is the best company because truly, like, they give a shit about you. Mm-hmm. They about me before I had even met them. They, you know, like they had liked a few of my posts. Like the little things that make you feel so important and included. Mm-hmm. 
um, before I even worked for them, before I was friends with anybody that worked there, before I knew any of the athletes, Gymshark always made me feel like I was a part of something bigger than myself. Mm-hmm. I don't know of another company in the athletic world that is like that. And even it speaks to like what you were saying with the, the Toronto pop shop, not getting in, you tweeting about it and having, you know, their chief brand officer reach out. And then a year later when you're in Europe, you know, you contact him to get it. Like that speaks a lot about a company because he could be like, I don't remember this girl. I'm just not going to answer her. You know what I mean? Like he, one, he didn't have to reach out to begin with. He could have been like, well, better luck next time. You know what I mean? Like that says something about a brand. Like and it's nice because they listen to that feedback because um the next pop like it was like less than a year later there was like a few pop-ups in between there but they were like smaller ones I could see the insane difference between how Toronto was run versus how Manchester was run like they took the criticism and the feedback and they're like I'm never letting anything like this happen again like this is supposed to be an incredible experience for everybody Mm -hmm. there were people that didn't get in I happened to have flown from another country but there were people that drove you know from Vancouver or what I heard someone in the line was telling me that and Gymshark just like made it an incredible experience going forward they're like we can't change what happened but we can promise you it won't happen again and like I just know that other companies that are as big as Gymshark don't give a shit about that they're like whatever like this many people got in they had a great day who cares yeah like never settles for that you know they're like we want Mm -hmm. everyone to have the absolute best experience with this company as humanly possible and I just respect them so much for that I always have, always will like respect the company. And I think like there's companies that we love, but I take love and respect very differently. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I think Gymshark is one of the only companies I actually respect. Yeah, yeah for sure. I agree. And, I, and I also just think like the integrity behind them and like the people that they choose to have as athletes or things like employees. that. It's like you can employees. Yeah. It's like everybody who's working there does have that they want to help people like they want to be there for people and I think that that's like truly the difference yeah I just I love them <laughs> so to stay on our topic of Gymshark here um <laughs> you kind of talked about this but how has that transition been since you you basically kind of set your eyes on I'm going to work for this company to actually working for the company like how has that felt for you even internally like hitting that quote-unquote goal um now it feels really great I'm not gonna lie it was a very very hard transition um because I had told them like I told Ben in the Houston pop-up hey I'm moving to Denver he's like okay like the jobs probably won't be po- I, like be posted for like a few months after you move he's like, I go okay cool I'm still moving when I move and so I moved across the country to a city I didn't know anybody without a job because I was going to work for this company and like, yes, it all did work out and I'm so grateful, but like, I'm not going to sit here and say that I didn't say I made a mistake. Like I had FaceTimed Libby, I think three different times of me crying. Like I made a huge mistake. Like, I don't know why I did this, like all this stuff. But the reason I did it was I told myself, like, I'm going to bet on myself. Like, yes, I put all of my eggs in one basket, mm-hmm. but I just knew it had to happen. And I had such a good feeling about it. And so like, yes, like, I've been working for the company for nine months now, a little over nine months, eight, eight months, nine months, <laughs> <laughs> Time thing almost, almost a year, <laughs> end of April, uh, whatever it is. No, I think like nine months. Yeah. Like a little over nine months. 
um that was a that was a journey in my head right there um (laughs) but I think like through that like I did go through that like learning the lesson of like yeah you can question decisions you make and like it may be a really hard choice but like it does pay off like I think with that I could have easily been like well fuck it I'm just gonna cancel my lease and I'll move home and I'll get a job yeah Um, but I told myself no like you're gonna do this like it's gonna be a hard time but like you moved out here you bet on yourself to work for this company like you're gonna do it and I just feel like it's like my biggest accomplishment well actually no it's my second biggest accomplishment graduating college was my biggest accomplishment (laughs) um it's like my biggest one of my biggest accomplishments of just like getting hired by my dream company like I don't very many people that their very first job out of college is with their dream company they want to mm-hmm. spend their entire career with and I've been working there for six months and I <laughs> <laughs> how, how many months <laughs> eight months um, <laughs> but I've been working there for almost a year and I can like firmly say like that has not changed I want to work for this company my entire career if possible like god willing and I think like that's why I feel so internally like it just I'm proud of myself and I don't get proud of myself for a lot of things but I'm really proud of myself with everything I've gone through in my life I'm so proud of myself for having this job I love that I love that too (laughs) um so switching gears a little bit from like physical fitness and things like that so I know you've talked a lot about mental health and you know on on your Instagram and I know we talked about it a lot last time too you know in terms of taking care of your mental health what are the some of the biggest things that you do whether it's on a daily basis or weekly basis or monthly basis how do you continue to kind of keep your mental health I don't want to say in check because we're all going to have ebbs and flows forever. Like I just had a terrible depression week this week after years of not dealing with it as intensely. So it's like, you are always going to ebb and flow, but what are some of those daily things or weekly things that you kind of come back to, to help? This is so funny. Um, and like our work, like communication, uh, channel, we were, <laughs> my friend was like, okay, post to like, a, we say Giphy. I don't know if that's how you pronounce it, but post to <laughs> giphy, um, like, what do you do for, like, or, like, what's your guilty pleasure? And everyone's, like, posting, like, food or, like, Taco Bell and all this stuff. And I posted, I posted being in a bubble bath. <laughs> and, I about it, and I was, like, I can just see this. It was, like, the scene from Friends where Chandler's in the bath. And that was, like, the Giphy I posted. <laughs> One of my managers commented and was just, like, I, I don't know why I can picture this so deeply right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah I get made fun of like for taking like four self-care baths a day like I'm not kidding you I just <laughs> but like that makes me feel good so like that's the first thing I thought of when you're like what's your self-care like that I take a bath <laughs> I um, love it like love that but it's weird I like I don't like bubbles or anything like I just sit in hot water and it's like a <laughs> hot tub but I don't want to go to the hot tub in my building <laughs> That's um, hilarious. Yeah, so that is a huge thing. But it sucks. Like when I have my spray tan on, self tan, I do not right now. Putting it on tonight, I'm so excited. Um, <laughs> I, have, I can't take a bath because it like gets splotchy and like the heat ruins it and all that. Yeah. And <laughs> I don't know if it's just been this year, but I've called my best friend 
crying twice this year so far being like I just really need a bath like for my <laughs> but I don't want to ruin my spray tan because then I'm gonna hate what I look like tomorrow and she, well do you do you want to feel better right now or do you want to feel good tomorrow and I was like I couldn't tell you <laughs> I don't know what I want but that's for sure um <laughs> Honestly, like, it's such a cliche answer, but, like, going to the gym is, like, my biggest self-care um, that helps my mental health. I think just anything that I'm doing that's bettering myself really, really helps. Um, my depression manifests in my living space really easily. Um, so my apartment stays clean for about a day before I start, like, I can't throw away the trash after I make food like it just like the task seems so big like Mm -hmm. I can't pick up my laundry off the floor and like people will just be like oh she's messy I'm like yeah yes I am but it's that is like where my depression manifests like yeah yeah I'm so pretty much my apartment always has something it needs to get done and I feel like as much as I hate doing it that is a huge thing for my self-care and my mental health is like pick one task a day like yeah get the dishwasher and like did my dishes and like that was my task and I felt so accomplished that day like that helped my mental health Mm -hmm. um so I feel like if you ask other people that like ask somebody that's not mentally ill what their self-care mental health tips are different it's gonna be very different than mine um yeah it's putting on a spray tan and after I take a hot bath and doing my dishes that (laughs) helps me I think that's so important, though, because I think that so many people that do struggle with depression, especially like those small tasks can be really, really hard. And like, getting out of bed can be really, really hard. And like, people are like, what do you mean? You just you wake up and you get out. But it's like, nope, nope, that's not how that works. And so I like that you pointed that out. Because I struggle with those things sometimes, like those, those small, small things. And I'm like, I I just can't do it. I'm like, you know what? You can get it done tomorrow. And then I set myself up and I get that thing done, whatever it might be. And I'm like, that, like that relieves some chemical imbalance or something in my head. Like that. I just accomplished that one small thing. Yeah. I literally told my friend, I was like, this is what I'm going to, this is the task I'm going to do today. This is what I'm going to do tomorrow. And then this is what I'm going to do Monday. And she was like, okay. And I'm like, no, like once I do that one thing, like I'll feel really good. I'll yeah. ignore the rest of the mess because that one <laughs> really helps. Yeah. Well, that's like, I feel like some people, they'll like make their bed in the morning, but then everything else in their house is a mess. And you're like, okay, you feel accomplished about that. But then it's like other people like judge it because they're like, but your house is like so messy still. And it's like, yeah, but I did that. Like I put that together. I, that makes me feel put together. Like we're good. Like I did the one thing. In, in a pandemic, like we're, we're all just like questioning everything. We're all struggling. Mm-hmm losing human interaction left and right I yeah. think if one thing makes you feel good I think everyone should do that one thing my one of my other bosses yells at me to make my bed every day and I will once I get my room put together <laughs> that's I how I feel but I'm excited to see what that does I'm gonna try to make my bed every day for like a week and see how that feels I'll keep you updated I don't yeah know. <laughs> I, that's that's one of the things I do every day because I just feel like there's just a sense of feeling put together once I do that. Yeah. And like, yeah. I can tell the days when I'm not feeling like that because my bed will just stay how I, you know, how it was when I woke up that morning. And that, later yeah. that night when I go to bed, I'm like, 
real reflection here of how that how this day has went <laughs> see my house is like a disaster almost all the time because we're both working from home and like I'm just messy in general but like even like just doing the dishes is such a task and then you're like exhausted and whatever but they say like if your house is put together like you feel less stressed out and I'm like yeah maybe I should try that sometime (laughs) because the whole mess situation makes me feel stressed but then I don't clean it so that's a me thing I would relate to that because that's what I've been told. And I think like after I do clean my kitchen, I do feel better. But then yeah. this morning, <laughs> I feel like realistically, yes, have the whole house put together. You'll feel put together. But like, that's not realistic for it to stay like that. Yeah. Right. It's no. like you see these like YouTubers and stuff and their house is like always put together. And I'm like, how? Like, and it's because that's their only job is to like have their house put together, film, do all these things. And it's like, I can't do that. My house is a disaster. Like, every second. <laughs> I think about it, like, I'm going to be the worst wife. Like, I'm not going to I'll be like, let's get Chick-fil-A. Like, <laughs> I'm not going to be a good wife one day. Oh, my gosh. Well, maybe he'll just be really clean. I, don't, I hate doing laundry. My fiance does all the laundry. So I'll find that balance. Oh, my God. Now I know what Yeah. ask my first date. I'm going on a date on uh, Friday, and I'll be like, do you do laundry? So how do you feel about laundry? <laughs> this is a make or break it. Like, I think like at this point, my friend yells me all the time because I ask like these deal breaker questions right off the bat. She's like, no, like just get I'm like, I don't want to waste anybody's time. Because like there's some things that if they say a certain answer, like we're not going to end up together. So I'm like, yeah. just like get it right off the bat. Yeah. I, yeah. That list. Like, do you do your own laundry? Yeah. How do you feel about doing mine sometimes? <laughs> half like almost all of my clothes need to be hung up but that's fine it's it's fine like we'll deal with it I think like if I were to ever live with a guy like it couldn't be in this apartment because I've taken up every ounce of space with my clothes like (laughs) my active wear takes up my entire closet oh I get told daily that I need to get rid of leggings and then I order more and they show up and I'm like how did this get here (laughs) like oh I somebody comment on Gymshark, like tweet them and was like, I tell my fiance that I want to give away with y'all. So oh my God. <laughs> he doesn't judge me for a new <laughs> I always start using that. <laughs> I believe that person's like, shut up, it's my job. <laughs> like <they're not> <laughs> Yeah. See, I'm that. always like, Oh, that was free. That just I want to give away. That was free. It's free. My friend gave it to me. Yeah. Like that was all free. None of that is, I didn't buy any of that. Oh my God. I love that. (laughs) Um, So one thing that I wanted to make sure we touch on is your rehabbing your injury. So I know you've worked through a lot, like with your shoulder and and now, you know, you're doing stuff with your neck and things like that. But so many people I feel like get injured and then they're like, well, I can't, can't skip my workout. So I'm just going to power through it, which can obviously make your energy. What? can make your injury much worse so can you talk a little bit about like how you've struggled through that where you're at now and like why it is important to rehab your injuries well you know you were just saying the people that like that's that's (laughs) why I'm injured Um, uh, that's me so that's that's my PSA to people like don't be me (laughs) it's it's awful actually no I my physical therapist yells at me like all the time um I've been seeing him since April so like eight 
nine months. Oh my God, it's the same date. Um, months again, man. Months ago of us trying to like see, like seeing each other and he's just like, okay, do you warm up before you work out? I'm like, no. Do you stretch? No. <laughs> okay, then like, you know why you're hurt. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> like, no, I just want you to fix it. Yeah, I was like, fix it. I'm going to go get hurt again in like six months. I'll see you. <laughs> so I um so essentially I've had a rotator cuff injury since I started lifting it was a fluke accident it wasn't that I didn't warm up I don't know what happened but I was like 13 and I was doing like a warm-up set of bench and I lost the weight like my shoulder gave out oh, um, so I've had an injury that injury for a hot minute um and it just flared up really really bad where like I couldn't move my arm without crying back like a year ago um it was like a year ago so around like February of last year mm-hmm. and so I was like okay cool well that's not gonna work for me because as we know I'm the one girl on the planet that hates training legs and only wants to train her shoulders <laughs> um all my friends like you don't like legs I'm like no I do not um but so I was like I, well I have to go see somebody like this can't work for me and then gym's closed like right away and I was like oh, well might as well fix it now and then when gyms open back up I'll be healed yeah still not healed so. <laughs> um and then he's like it's because you don't do your home program I'm like it's a lot of work <laughs> I'm sorry <laughs> um but yeah no so I have been in physical therapy for that which I mean like this is gonna sound so stupid I absolutely like hate everything about like medicine um because of like my dad being so sick for so long I had like PTSD when it comes to like anything medical wise mm-hmm, sure and he's like okay how we're we gonna heal your shoulders we're gonna dry needle it which is if you don't know that it's like acupuncture but worse um it's not just like oh, stays there no he like kind of pulls it out moves it around like oh. it's just like stabbing it sounds it. terrible um I think at one time I tried to count and I lost count at about 80 sticks in my shoulder in about 10 minutes um oh my gosh so yeah no it, it wasn't fun and I like had panic attacks and I was like I can't do this but like realistically that was actually the only thing that's worked on my shoulder so with that we're close to healing that um but I have a herniated disc in my neck I've had that since I lived in Chicago two and a half years ago I fell off a jet ski it's didn't realize y'all had lakes but <laughs> like that's a thing in texas is like lakes and i didn't realize that that was outside of texas uh, I feel so dumb. but uh went fell off a jet ski um hurt my neck and then started like right after i came back from europe so like a year after that happened i was like okay i'm gonna be into fitness i'm like okay i'll heal my neck too um so i did physical therapy that semester of college and then i was like this guy's incompetent like no I'm not <laughs> part of my neck rehab was single leg hip thrust and I, and I talked to my physical therapist now I'm like realistically can you explain to me that and he's like I couldn't tell you what that was for yeah what at all and they had me doing the wrong form of hip thrust like have my neck go back and I'm like that's not even correct no <laughs> yeah that's well, crazy so it was like this guy didn't know what he was doing he's mainly treats like shoulder baseball injuries so I was like, I don't think he knows what he's doing with a neck. But I was like, yeah. well, I'm in Colorado, I'll go see somebody. And then my shoulder hurt. And I was like, got to deal with that first. But now my neck has been driving me insane now that I'm on a computer eight hours a day. Sure. So I went and saw a spine specialist. And I actually went 
to do like my physical therapy like eval for that last Friday oh my god my (laughs) my neck is so messed up um he's like okay like we're not gonna needle it today and I was like you're gonna give me a minute before we start needling my spine for one um okay and so he's like manually like messing with my neck he's like oh I can feel your herniation I'm like I knew I wasn't crazy I can feel it too like physically touching it I can feel my neck bulging oh my god and then he was like okay well your pot we're gonna fix your posture I was like good luck with that my (laughs) been messed up forever um he's like well okay so when you're sitting the way you are your neck is extra curved and I was like you clearly I literally go you clearly haven't looked at my x-rays have you and he's like I was gonna get to them later I was like pull them up right now and there's actually zero curve to my spine in my neck, which he's oh, like, wow. his, his face when he pulled this up, he goes, I haven't even seen this in school. Like, <laughs> I've seen this before. And I was like, okay. And he goes, this will be an interesting case. And I'm just like, what the fuck, Eli? Like, okay. You're like, I'm just a test subject here. <laughs> so happy to be your first. You're so welcome. Um, no, I'm... So we're going to see how this goes, but I'm still in pain from him manipulating my spine. Um, I've had headaches for like three days. So I'm like, neck pe- I told him, I was like, if you think I'm annoying here in shoulder PT, just wait. <laughs> oh my gosh. He told me Friday's like, so I can see what you're saying. <laughs> yeah. Like, you're manipulating my spine. I'm going to yeah. be. <laughs> That's like, crazy. That's an injury story, but I do highly recommend warming up and stretching I kind of do with them now somewhat <laughs> I warm up my shoulder I don't warm up my legs so I'm like one of these days I'm gonna like pull my quad and have to start warming up my legs but <laughs> when we get there I feel like it's such like a like a previous athlete thing to be like oh well like I don't need to warm up I don't need to do this and whatever and like then you just end up hurting yourself or you have an injury and you're like I'm just gonna play through it like we interviewed uh Justina Ercole is that how you say her last name Ercole and she was talking about how like when she was in dance she like wouldn't wear knee pads because she's like I'm tough and she's like and now I have terrible knees and I have to like work on that because I didn't wear knee pads and I like wish I did that and I feel like athletes are so like that where we're like I'll just play through it like we're fine and it's like we really need to take time to like warm up and like see specialists and like rehab these things then you're not like older and getting a knee replacement or shoulder replacement I think it's you don't want to show weakness Mm -hmm. um warming up and like using a band and like in my mind like I'm like let me lift heavy um so I was training with uh the personal trainer that I'm seeing now and he like First of all, he has me doing abs as a warm up, which is just disrespectful because if anyone knows me, knows I can warm up my abs. Um, <laughs> like foam pads for my knee, and I just I throw it to the side. I was like, I don't need that. I can handle it. And he's like, it's not for your knee comfort. It's actually for balance. Yeah. So I love that my first. <laughs> like, I can handle it. Like a floor's fine. <laughs> You're like, I am strong. <laughs> I'm not weak, <laughs> and yet I. Can- through the whole session my um this past weekend my fiance dislocated both of his shoulders skiing and he had baseball injuries with his shoulder and stuff like that so he just thinks that he can 
continue like moving and doing things. And I'm like, yeah, you might want to go see a doctor. Like maybe have them tell you. I would highly recommend seeing a shoulder specialist. Right. <laughs> Somebody who's had a 10-year-long shoulder injury. Yeah. I was like, yeah, we're going to go to the doctor. We're going to go see someone for this. Oh my gosh. So as we wrap up here, I know we talked about gratitude and your thoughts on gratitude last time, but I'm still going to ask this. What are three things you're grateful for today? Um, <laughs> the sun is shining. <laughs> yes. It shouldn't be this hard. I'm, um, I cleaned my bathroom counter last night. So I was a little, that's huge this morning grateful for that love that and uh, I'm grateful that I'm sure I'm gonna FaceTime my niece later I love that <laughs> I love it I think it's, uh, there's some mornings where it, you really have to rack your brain and like yeah I <laughs> yeah we're gonna leave it at that <laughs> yeah no I feel you I some days gratitude can come so easy and other days I'm like I don't really know what I'm grateful for, to be honest. Yeah, like everyone's grateful for like the big things, obviously. So like I said it last time, like I try to like not think about like alive and like whatever. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Because I just think realistically, like, yeah, I think that kind of defeats the point because yeah, we can all be grateful for those giant things, but like those little things that we don't think we're grateful for that we actually like focus on. Really are. Mm -hmm. That is really what makes us realize how blessed we are. Yeah. Um, but like today, like I didn't get Chick-fil-A because it's Sunday and I didn't get Starbucks. I'm going to make coffee in a minute. And <laughs> my spray tan's rubbed off. My hair isn't curled. My face is kind of breaking out. And I'm like, you know what? Some days it's like, it's hard to find those little things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't necessarily mean that every day is going to be hard. And that's why I try to tell myself like every few, few days, like, what's well, something you're grateful for that like you weren't grateful for yesterday or something like that. I like that. I love that. It's a different way of like looking at a gratitude practice. I feel like that maybe isn't traditionally viewed like that. Yeah. My therapist was the one that like showed me that. And I'm like really happy that she did because I always had issues with like gratitude stuff. Cause I'm like, yeah, I'm grateful that I woke up today. Like I always got like kind of mad during yeah. the, but she was like, okay, let's look at it in a different way. And I feel like from that, I actually do see the benefit of, you know, listing things you're grateful for that yeah. are like small tiny things like I noticed it's funny because when she asked me the first time I was like I'm grateful that the chicken minis I got today were kind of like doughy you know like the really good ones and then <laughs> I'm like this week they be kind of burnt ones and I'm like that's I just think about that gratitude list I'm like I'm not grateful for this <laughs> <laughs> that's hilarious that burnt ass ones today <laughs> oh, god no I love that. Um, so lastly, where can our listeners find you? Where can they chat with you? Obviously, I'm going to put everything below, but if you want to tell us your Instagram and YouTube and all of that goodness. Um, I'm actually going to work on editing a YouTube video today. So Ooh. Yeah, YouTube kind of. Um, every few months, I'm there. <laughs> um, but mainly, I'm on Instagram every single day. Um, just Haley Gordon Fit. And now you can find me on TikTok, same username, because I guess I'm trying to post on the TikTok I, star. Uh, you know, it's so funny because I'm like, TikTok, I like the community like a little bit more than Instagram in the sense that like, it like hit the For You page. Is that the same thing? Yeah, For You yeah. page. Mm-hmm. And I didn't get a single hate comment on that video. And I think when my post on Instagram hit the Explore page, 
like there's someone saying something rude that they don't yeah. know and I didn't get a single hate comment like I was expecting someone to be like you still have a ways to go or something yeah like, on TikTok and I didn't get a single one I looked at every single comment I got and I did not get a single one and I'm just like I I kind of like that I feel like my mental health like I don't have to go mm-hmm. and be like here to look at the comments today like yeah um so tiktok yes instagram yes and youtube most sometimes (laughs) love it (laughs) (laughs) well thank you so much for being on here we really appreciate it thank you for re-recording with us yes thank you Um, the lost interview will forever be lost but it'll live in our hearts i guess forever (laughs) oh thank you so much for having me i love chatting with y'all so anytime and when you're in chicago hopefully by the summer we'll we'll go live together yeah. we'll go to midtown athletic Club. Yes. <laughs> i was like i don't remember what that place was called but i remember talking about it last time <laughs> i love it so much awesome oh, well yes. thank you so much we hope you have a beautiful day and we'll guys what i can never speak we'll see you guys <laughs> in the next one all right so what did you think about that episode mary I love her. She is just such a ray of light and just such a, I don't know, she's so honest and real and raw and it reminds me so much of us. And so it was just like the perfect guest to have on. Um, And she just tells it how it is. Like she's not someone who's going to, you know, beat around the bush. Like she just tells you how it is. So. And I love that she's like that way and so young. So I think Mm -hmm. she's only like 23. So, you know, coming from me, who's 30, like that's a seven year difference. Like that's a big difference. And like, I feel like she, she goes about her life some, some ways that I'm like, damn, I haven't even figured that out yet. (laughs) She is older than her age. What's that saying? Wise beyond her years. Wise beyond her years. Yeah, for sure. Because I mean, at 23, I was not like that at all. Like now I speak my mind and like most people probably don't want to hear that, but um, I just feel like at 23, I was like very cautious about what I said and who I was going to offend by my own opinions. And it's yeah. like, my opinion's not changing just because someone gets offended by it. Right. But like, it took me a long Years. time to get to that point. And I think that she's just, she's so smart. She's so kind. And it just shows in everything that she said. Definitely. I could. And I after coming from such a, such a terrible thing that happened to her, losing her dad to just come and be where she is now and be the person that she is it's just a beautiful story yeah I agree and it's still I, being written you know yeah and I think that I think the future for Haley is just going to be so fun to see everything like play out for her I think she has like really just really exciting things coming for her like it's just something I feel so Haley if you're listening to this you got some great stuff coming girl I feel it. yeah and as much as she's so in love with like Whitney and thinks that Whitney is like the nicest person and like it's you know body goals and whatever it's like Haley if you are listening to this like that is what you are for so many women out there like so many people are looking to you and think the exact same things and would die to like meet you in real life so I think that that's like a huge message like Whitney is amazing and Haley is amazing and I think that they're like honestly on the same level of just the kindest people yeah I agree I agree so to wrap up this episode Mary let's uh talk about three things you're grateful for today three things I am grateful for today are my coffee um because honestly I've had like three cups today and I we have so (laughs) it's just one of those days that you'd have to have a lot of coffee and so I'm glad I have it um I'm thankful for 
are grateful for just all the people that we've met along this journey with podcasting, like Haley and Justina and, you know, I mean, the fired up boys, even though we know them, but it's just like, there's so many people that we've met along the way and so many, go ahead. Oh, sorry. I was going to wait. I was just going to say, I think like something like what you're saying with the fired up boys, it's like, we're having different conversations than we would normally with them though. And that's for sure. Yeah. And I, I think that there's just so much, and this sounds so silly, but you can learn so much from people. And I'm so grateful for the fact that we are meeting these people and that we have this platform and you guys get to hear their stories too. Cause we could easily go to the coffee shop and talk to these people, you know, and not record it and not share it with you. So I'm so glad that we have all of this. And then third to wrap all of that together is just, I'm so thankful for each of you listening right now, because without you guys, we wouldn't be able to continue um, without you guys. Like we wouldn't have the inspiration that we do. We wouldn't have the people on here that we do. And so I just think that we're just, I, I, probably speak for Holly too. Like we're so grateful for each of you that listen and share and talk to us. So those are my Thank three. You. What oh, are wow. your three gratefulnesses? Mm, what? <laughs> I flow with that. I'm just going to flow over that. Um, I'm going to say number one is going to be to Cam and Andrew, the boys have fired up. We actually just finished recording for their podcast, which y'all have heard them on ours before. Um, so we are going to have an episode coming out on theirs. And it was just a really, not to sound cheesy, but a really good conversation. Yeah, it really was. Um, and it was like, definitely over two hours, I think, by the time we actually ended it. Um, so grateful for that and that opportunity and getting to talk with them again. Also, not to piggyback off of Mary, but grateful for you guys. Like this podcast podcast is growing more than I can't speak still. It, like this podcast is growing even throughout me and Mary's triumph of learning to speak. Um, yes. But it, it, sincerely, like we wouldn't, we wouldn't be able to have the guests that we're getting I think without having you guys here mm-hmm. and listening and asking and supporting and sharing and all of that stuff so truly truly like it goes out to you guys you know thank you for being here for us and supporting this dream that we have and I can't wait to see how it continues to grow um thirdly I am grateful for um just being the weekend honestly like today is going to be a very, very busy day. I don't know what you're cracking up about. I'm going to tell you after you're done. Continue, okay. please. Um, but today's going to be a very busy day. Lots of podcast recordings and stuff like that. But tomorrow I am going to actually have a bit more of a chill day. And I'm very excited to balance my weekend like that. So please tell me what you're thinking about. When you said being the weekend, <laughs> I just pictured you as the weekend. Because <laughs> it's so fresh in my head from Super Bowl. And oh, I was like, oh my, my gosh, God. okay, get it, can't feel your face, it's fine. I, I can't feel my face when I'm with you, <laughs> see, she's being the weekend, I, love it. <laughs> I don't so know why that made me crack up, because I'm not yeah. a good singer, I loved it, anyways, with that, with that being said, Mary, <clears throat> where can the people find us? You can find us over on Instagram at getfittywithitpod, or you can email us at getfittywithitpod at gmail.com. Hell yeah. And with that, we'll have everything for Haley and us in the show notes. So make sure you, like I said in the episode, go give Haley a follow. She's amazing. She shares so much. Yeah, Do yourself a favor and go follow her. Yes, I couldn't agree more. And you know, if you want to give us a follow too, why the hell not? With love. 
Yeah. 10 out of 10 would love that. Um, (laughs) And with that, we're just going to stop because this train already derailed and it's just an outro. So I hope you guys have a beautiful day. I hope you enjoy the episode. Please let us know your thoughts uh, and we'll see you in the next one. Bye.